Hey guys, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host as always, Erin, here with a fantastic guest, Diana. Say hi. Say hi. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's going really well. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, no, I'm really genuinely very excited about it. Uh, Good. I'm, yes. It's very rare that I get to do stuff with people who are actually local to me doing uh yeah yeah. um yeah i've realized over the course of the over the course of the uh pandemic just how much of the the dnd community is really digital um and it's kind of just made me look more for like where's where's my neighborhood community i want to find it more um so i was really excited when uh when i uh found you and found uh all your fantastic content um for those who don't know, Diana is a co-host of um, a podcast called uh, Femsplained, uh, which is about two friends uh, taking turns teaching each other about their geeky interests and their queer feminist experiences living in the world of nerd culture. But also Diana has recently just made her own uh, 5e Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition setting called Neverland. So- is that right? Neverland? Yeah. Uh, Neverland. Yeah. It's called Neverland, Impossible. the impossible Island. Um, it is, uh, based on the universe from Peter Pan adapted to the five E module, but, um, it really is a full and independent setting. So it can be played. Uh, you don't have to have any pre knowledge of any of the canon D and D, um, world states or settings or anything like that. It can be its own standalone thing. Uh, or it could be something that you pop in uh, to the middle of a campaign as sort of a sequitur. Um, mm. It's a design for either. And it was kind of a, I don't know, it was just a really big deal for, for <laughs> me uh, uh, for a lot of reasons, mostly that I'm a, a, an adult woman who's obsessed with Peter Pan in, in, in probably a weird way, you know? So that's... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we all have the things that we love. As long yeah. as it doesn't hurt anybody, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, thankfully, this one, not not very harmful. No, definitely <laughs> not. And, I mean, amazing. It only came out, what, like two months ago? One month ago? Yeah, I released it at the end of the first week of May. Oh. Uh, which, to me, feels like 17 years ago. Yeah. So, I <laughs> yeah, you said May to me, and I was like, "What? When was that? Who?" <laughs> yeah, um, that's wild. But um, like, how long was the process of you creating this? Like, it came out in in May, but like, what was that creating process like? Yeah. So basically, um, the the co-host of the podcast, Fem Splained, and I are best friends, and um, one of the things that we talked about you know, on our podcast, uh, one of the two topics that were kind of our biggest episodes, our D&D episode and our Peter Pan episode, where I kind of um, chronicled my uh, my my overthinking about the story. Out. <laughs> I did. I seriously geeked out. Fantastic. Um, and it wound up resonating with some people, which was which was good. Obviously the D and D episode was popular because it's D and D, but those two episodes um, kind of sparked her to say to me, like, those are your two 
favorite things in the universe. Like, why haven't you done something with them together? So what we did at first, uh, before I wrote anything down, um, we played a game with a couple of friends uh, where I just, I didn't write a thing down. I just, just made it up, um, you know, on the fly, just based on, you know, uh, the things I already know about, about Peter Pan, about Neverland, et cetera. Sure. And as we were doing it, it was so much fun, but like the story started to actually like click together and I started to get these ideas and I was like, Oh, actually this is a good idea. I should just, I should just make this. Um, so basically it took, I think from like the inception of the thought of it to publishing it was probably about one year. Um, but like, I kind of was joking with you earlier. Like I've been thinking about it for like my entire life. (laughs) So it's kind of, you know, right. Well, that's that's interesting that you frame it in that way, though, because you were joking about the fact that you've been make, planning this your entire life. But did you really even think that you were going to be making a game until like a year ago? No, you know I mean? certainly not. No, definitely not. Um, in fact, it was only kind of brought to my attention. Like I've I've been um, involved in the gaming arena community, et cetera, mm-hmm. as a event organizer for a long time. I, it was only really kind of on my radar that people who did not work for Paizo or Wizards of the Coast could just make games. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess yeah. I had never considered that, like, it was a possibility of something that I could do, which I could just sit down and, like, and tap letters on my keyboard and then make this thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Until I got involved with like the online portion of the gaming community who opened my eyes to the fact that like the world of games is so much bigger than that. Mm. Um, so, so that kind of combined with uh, what my friend had said to me, like is what led to this from this becoming like a kind of play around idea in my head to being a thing that I just would do. Interesting. So you kind of got your inspiration from the online community, not like the local, like Brooklyn community. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about being like somebody who who runs gaming spaces in real life mm-hmm. is that like most of the time I, it's just been like me like struggling to like keep my mouth shut when people say <laughs> things yeah. that are horrible to me. You know, like if yeah. I, you know, obviously some places are better than others and I feel really proud about having cultivated spaces that are much, much better than the ones that, that I stepped into when I first came on the scene. Mm. However, um, you know, it, it, it is kind of a struggle to be in those environments, you know, to walk into uh, a gaming store even sometimes is a little bit of a struggle just being a femme person. Um, yeah. So I had never really thought anything past that. My goal previously was just to to exist and be in the space and not have to be, you know... Uh, um, Worried worried or condescended to or or some combination of the two yeah so that was really my focus I not until I got into the online space did I realize that 
that was not like the end of the line (laughs) was not just like being respected in the space. Like you could actually like do stuff, create your own things. And, uh, it was, that was pretty, that was pretty excellent. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. I'm so sorry that your first experiences in the community were uncomfortable. Um, I think that probably happens to a lot of people, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely, you know, connected with a lot of people who have, uh, similar, similar experiences, but, um, but you know, things are ever improving, which is, which, which, which were just, just for, for listeners who maybe don't really understand what the RPG communities could be like, like what, what are those things that, um, like what specifically was that? If, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, so, you know, and we kind of had a, a fun kind of example of this on our podcast. Uh, hmm. You know, I won't really detail too many of my experiences because there's just so many. It's too hard to pinpoint. But my my co-host, Avalon, her in the D&D episode, basically part of what we do is we introduce each other to one of our hobbies and we try to get them to engage in it some way. Mm-hmm. She'd never done D&D or any other role-playing game because she you know, expected to have kind of a bad experience in that crowd, right? Mm-hmm. So in her, what we call them our homework episodes, she details <laughs> what happened when all she tried to do was go to a gaming store and pick out one minifigure based on a character that I helped her create. Okay. So that was, that was her homework. Yeah. And in this experiment to do this, she went to three different stores and had three different equally, but almost like escalating, like hard experiences in one, like a group of men started making clicking noises at her, like, like, like trying to like scare her away. Like she was a raptor. Um, and in one, like this guy went on a meandering conversation where he eventually like, compared her like body to his ex-girlfriends and like all oh, she was just no. trying to check out it was just like i you know in each one it got worse <laughs> and worse wow. and that was just in her one day of trying to like interact with a gaming store you know just to buy something just to buy one thing so like Ugh, I think it's like this. even cuz they they it's very possible that having been involved in that um, community for such a long time, there are probably parts I'm very desensitized to. Hmm. And f- I think it just made it really highlighted that she like walked into it and was like, okay, in the first five minutes that I've been into <laughs> D and D, this is what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's really difficult. Yeah. Um, so. But I mean, clearly you can, it's, it seems like it makes it even more important that you kind of try to find your place in a way, like not really Absolutely. settling for a situ for a situation that makes you uncomfortable and finding people that you really can story tell with too. Absolutely. Oh my God. Everything in my life has changed for the better. The second that I started to, to create my own spaces and make, uh, make this, um, mine, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's everything got so much better. My, my world got bigger. Opportunities got bigger. Um, I've made, uh, better friends. The storytelling has gotten better. The games have gotten more fun. Every the, literally, there's been no downside. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, fantastic. And not only have you made it yours to enjoy, but also yours for other people to enjoy with your fantastic game. So I'm excited. Ah. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for that. Um, have you played, so clearly you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for a long time. Like how many um, years would you say? Okay, weirdly, uh, I specifically D&D, not as long. Um, I would say, I guess I probably started playing D&D like maybe eight years ago. Um, okay. I was a pretty strict World of Darkness uh, player <laughs> before then because I was an angsty goth teenager. So <laughs> uh, I was your Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Changeling okay, Lost yeah, kind of yeah. gal uh-huh. um, before I got into D&D. Um, mm. That's just who I, my friends were and who was playing things were, sure, were yeah. the, uh, the goths and, and the the witches and uh that's that's where we rolled right. um literally yeah. sometimes yeah yeah it was yeah. nice <laughs> literal rolling uh okay wow i mean i'll say i've been playing well i've been playing role-playing games for i don't know maybe four years now so mm-hmm. so eight years seems like a very long time to me but it's kind of exciting to note that like you can keep like finding like new things like have you found that you've enjoyed like more games outside of D&D like since um yeah yeah I um I outside of even the world of darkness games plus D&D um my favorite because I I do a lot of uh, conventions and events and stuff Mm mm-hmm and I actually don't love running either of those games uh, in that kind of context. My favorite thing to run are like those one-page RPGs, like like Grant yeah. Howitt-style RPGs, I love where you Grant just sit style. down, everybody creates yeah. their character in, in five minutes, and and within five minutes, whoever you are, we're, we're right to the laughing, we're right to the, the fun. Like, I, I, it's just, I actually have, have really grown to appreciate those kinds of games so much yeah yeah just games where you can kind of relax and let loose and just like enjoy it without worrying about everything i definitely hear that um well i hope that we can create a little bit more of of that magic for you as a player instead of just a dm Um, i'm excited (laughs) yeah i'm excited as well uh so i'm gonna have to do a quick promo for the station before we get into it um but Uh, Listeners should stay tuned past this one um, on air read because we have some exciting stuff ahead of us uh, for the rest of the hour uh, here at Radio Free Brooklyn. But first, I do have to tell you and remind you that we are a 501c3 nonprofit radio station um, who could really use your help right now. I know that COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives, but Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. Uh, We're still making uh, every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and community at large, but most of our revenue streams have evaporated right now, so we really need your help. Uh, we realize that you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation um, on top of all of the other fantastic places to donate right now, it would be a really great thing and go a long way toward helping us stay on air and providing you news and games and community. Um, so there are a number of ways you can help. 
First, uh, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Uh, there you'll also find some t-shirts, mugs, and other swag. We'd like to send you to say thanks. Um, you can also use your phone to text RFB give five, that's the number five, to 44321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you absolutely have to shop on Amazon and you have no choice, uh, you can put their dollars to work for us by going to amazon.com smile and registering Radio Free Brooklyn as a nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to Radio Free Brooklyn and it will cost you nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, also, if you would like to keep up to date on things that are happening at the studio, if you want to see any news articles about how some of our hosts are getting along from home, uh, we have a number of fun articles like that. Uh, you should check out our monthly newsletter uh, for all of that news, uh, of course, because it's a newsletter, ha! Huh? Um, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter is where you should go for that. And I know you're not leaving your apartments very much right now, but if for some reason you want to take Radio Free Brooklyn off of your computer and on the go, and you don't want to listen to it through a web browser, uh, we also have a free mobile app that you can use. It's on iPhone and Android, so uh, just search for the RFB mobile app and you'll find it there. Okay. All of that's done. Uh, now we can get back to some fantastic gameplay here at Radio Free Brooklyn at Gameplay Radio. Are you ready, Diana? I think so. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we have a very fun game today. Uh, we are playing a game called Sleep Away. It was created by Jay Dragon um, with a number of other individuals, a huge crew. Uh, definitely check them out and say thank you. It was created. It was published by Possum Creek Games. That helps you find it later. Um, excuse me. <laughs> uh, essentially... Sleepaway is a very creepy game where you play as a camp counselor or a at a not so or okay you play as a camp counselor at a not so ordinary summer camp uh, besieged by strange and ominous cryptid um, and that cryptid is called the Lindworm. Uh, the Lindworm, as described in the manual itself, uh, for the game is a shapeshifter or so the stories go. It's a creature that flays the skin of humans and hides within. As counselors of the summer camp, you've each been traumatized by the lindworm in your own ways, but you remember little of that time. You just know that you don't want anyone else to experience it either, so you'll keep this camp safe no matter what. So it's definitely a bit of a creepy game for anyone who is missing out or daydreaming about those lovely summer camp days. You can do it with us here and also get a bit of a jump scare along the way, hopefully. Um, the way this game is played is uh, very different from, I guess, some of our usual dynamics here on Gameplay Radio. There's not really, there's not a DM, there's not a GM. It's all, we're all playing this, Dana and I are going to be playing this together, both as characters. Um, essentially, uh, what you need for this to play this game is the manual, literally. Um, some pencils and paper if you feel like writing stuff down. Uh, we did have to do a bit of drawing earlier, but that was for our benefits. It's um, gorgeous. It's, ab thank it's you, a masterpiece. Thank you. I, used, I used Microsoft 
Paint. <laughs> uh, and anyone who has ever tried to uh, draw Microsoft Paint and is not a graphic artist, you understand my paint and probably know exactly what it looks like. Uh, we had yeah, to draw. There are maps. lots of angles. Lots of unexpected <laughs> angles. In fact. Um, and uh, so definitely you have to draw your own map, which you get to create for yourself, which is a lot of fun. Um, but you also need a deck of cards. Now, this deck of cards comes in handy because. The Lindworm is not controlled by any of us. The game made it extremely clear that you no one role plays the Lindworm. The Lindworm controls itself. The way that we play it in game is that uh, whenever the the Lindworm is invoked um, through a certain number of acts, um, I I have chosen myself as the person to do it. I'll draw three cards and um, pick one and that will based on like basically a chart that already exists kind of describes something that has happened to a person or a place at the camp uh so it's gonna get creepy y'all um and the whole point is we're trying to solve a mystery um of what's happening at the camp and um, we're trying to do it during certain types of moves. There will be tokens involved. Hopefully you will get the gist as we go on. If not, I highly suggest that you uh, play Sleep Away by Jade Dragon. Um, before we start, because <laughs> I know I'm talking a lot, but I just want to briefly geek out about the way that um, gender is handled in this. Yeah, yeah, um, snaps. It's so good. So the way that this was made, um, even inside of the uh, manual, it has this fantastic description. Um, about pronouns and gender, uh, and I'll try to read it really quickly. Um, your character might be a man, sure, but is he more rusted blade or campfire? Uh, sleep away, like the summer camps it's based on, doesn't care whether you're cis, trans, or something more tangled. Gender here is more abstract and raw. Sleep away cares about how your gender shapes you and what pronouns you use at camp. To that end, on the next page are a list of pronouns that your character might use, borrowed from actual campers and staff the author has encountered. So it's really a way to try to encourage people to just yeah, do whatever they want. It actually had, I saw, like, uh, uh, like ways to use language um, in, yeah. in order to describe which pronouns you want to use. I don't know. Just, like, really... Uh, took a lot into into account, which was nice, especially for, um, you know, for for a game. Uh, they mm -hmm. include a lot of like uh, neo pronouns, but then they all just like they also include like this based on how I feel this day, <laughs> like which right, is like cool. these are my pronouns for this week only, or yeah. uh, my pronouns like don't use pronouns for me, just call me by my name, you know, like yeah. And my absolute favorite at the bottom of the list, which is one that really uh, resonates with me a lot, yeah, um, is I'm not sure, yeah, <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> that we're not like we're not used to saying that uh, in response to to questions, but that's a very valid question, like valid answer to it's true to almost any question really. Yeah, literally, sure. just, it's it's really easy to be like, hmm, I don't really know this yet. Yeah, uh, and I really really thought that the way that was handled in this was fantastic. So for that reason alone, definitely check it out. 
Um, but I think that we should introduce our characters as we can and then get on into the story because uh, we only Absolutely. have so much time left. Let's um, do it. Would you like to introduce your character first? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Lynn. Uh, you know, I have... Um, Ooh, getting a voice on, I like it. Curious eyes, they say. That's what I've been told. They're very curious. Um, uh, and uh, my gender is absolutely blowing in the wind. I am a song leader here at camp, which means, you know, I'm tender and, uh, and playful uh, and afraid. I'm very afraid. I'm, that's maybe the most important thing is that I'm just terrified. Um, but I've got a song for everything. As long as everything means telling a story or marching through the woods, but I've got songs for those things and uh, a song in my heart. Yeah. So that's, that's me, Lynn. Fantastic. And I'm going to be playing, um, I, I can be playing Raina. <laughs> Raina, uh, I am uh, the ropes keeper of this here location. Um, I am. I, I manage the uh, structures that live at the heart of the woods, and I monitor campers while they climb. Um, I and I have pointed eyes and a nimble body. Uh, and my gender is most <laughs> definitely a swamp thing. <laughs> um, I actually bonded with the woods uh, because I, when I was um, younger, I guess, uh, I was once running from a bully and I ran into the woods and the woods helped me. Uh, and since then, uh, we've shared a connection. Um, but uh, I've found that since then, the woods have... Uh, kept promises in the sunlight which uh, has been very yeah, it's been very helpful so uh, that's Lynn <laughs> or that's Reyna <laughs> um, and we're going to do this thing um, so the premise for our game what we're going to be playing today, the one shot is um, uh, a body has been found in the lake and uh, when was the last time the camp director had been seen? So we got to figure out that shit. But first, um, it is t it is um, part of the tradition, apparently, of starting any game to uh, welcome the Lindworm to start things off. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to great, find great, that particular great, great. part because I want it because it's very creepy. Um, Okay, so it's going to sound like 30 seconds of silence or probably 30 seconds of music, um, but we ha we're going to sit for 30 seconds and listen to see if the lindworm is there. So I'm just going to ask, hello, lindworm, are you there? Would you like to play?
shall we? Do you know the feeling when you have to make a phone call that you don't want to make and you're like, don't pick up, don't pick up, don't pick up. That's the energy I just had. That's super <laughs> creepy. It's super like, I'm, like, I'm, please don't I'm only up. doing this for the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. All I'm right. scared of ghosts. That was not my favorite thing to do. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, I guess we should go back and forth doing moves and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we just found a body. Yup. Seems yeah. to be dead. You know, Raina, um, kind of wild. Wild that we keep coming back to this camp, you know? Where uh, else could we go? No, you know, you're right. I... I I feel like we have no other option, but, um, you know, all the dead people, it's really a shame. Uh, suppose that's true. I suppose we should find out who it was before one of the kids stumbles upon the body and you know how that makes it worse, much worse. Okay. How how about we do that then, I guess. Okay. Um good. Okay. Uh so <laughs> we're going to we're going to head up uh over where are the kids? They're playing bocce ball right now. Is the is it about noon? Would you say? Yeah, high sun's high in the sky. Not many shadows from the woods, I'd say that's about right. Perfect. Okay. So we'll, we just just get them some of that purple juice that that comes in those little barrels. Yeah, you know, that they like. Purple juice. Yeah. And and we got to take them somewhere so that they won't see the body and so that they'll what can we do to get them to sit somewhere for a while while we investigate? Maybe you want I should go, hmm, maybe we can go bring them over to like, I don't know, they're like climbing that old wall. Just oh, send them there. Yeah, just let them run amok and tire themselves out over at the T- wall. Tell them we hid something or something. Oh, yeah, but we didn't actually hide anything there. Well, yeah, so, so they wouldn't. Oh, you're so smart. Okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's what we'll do. Um, all right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up yeah. towards the field. Uh, I will uh, wrangle the kids, and I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna sing my my hiking song that gets everybody all boosted up and energetic. I'm gonna spend one of my points here. I'm gonna say, hey kids, you know how we never let you play on the wall cause it's dangerous? Well, yeah. and then I'm gonna sing a song about how danger is cool. I don't I don't know how to improv songs, but I, I do that expertly. You do it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I tell them that danger is cool and, and fun and, and to have uh, fun on the wall and jump 
to and fro uh, until they find uh, the bag of gold baseball cards, which is what I think kids care about. I don't know. Um, yeah, that we've hidden there. Sure, it's a camp from I don't I don't I don't know the eighties. When is I, sure sure <laughs> the old haunted eighties? <laughs> the old haunted eighties. We found out it's the most haunted decade of ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Once the kids seem to be jumping. All right. Well, where? Where should we start? I feel like this is where we should go look at the body, yeah? For sure. I totally get looking at dead bodies is definitely the first... Find out who's dead? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, lead lead the way, boss. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go over there, and I'm going to go... Uh, towards the lake, and I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna go out. Says women in the lake. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go be right here. Body. I'm gonna keep a lookout for anything suspicious. Uh, and I'm gonna also, you know, leave a a little present for the fairies just in case. Okay. Okay. Uh. I'm going to, so we have the capability to pick up setting elements as part of something we do, so I'm going to pick up the lake element here, um, and I am going to describe it, I guess, because mm-hmm. I can choose two aesthetic elements here. I'm going to say it is um, vast and algae-filled. Nice. It's a good lake. And I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to um, swim into the lake, and it takes a surprisingly long time, and then I'm going to come out... uh, I'm going to come out with the body. Um, And it looks to be... A member of the admin office, uh, Fritz. Oh no, Fritz. Yep, that's uh, that's a Fritz right there. <laughs> that's, they made uh, the that best water cupcake. is not not healthy. What do we think? Uh, did it? You know, it could just a canoe accident, probably just a just a freak mishap? I don't know. I think he was in the water for a while. He looks pretty bloated, so... Ew. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see anything. <sighs> I could ask the woods, I guess. You can... You should do that. <laughs> you should absolutely do that. The yeah, woods never um... tell me anything. Well... Kind of spend most of the time singing. Well, that's true, but you know, sometimes you just you would like someone to sing back, even if it's a tree. All right, I I guess that makes sense. Sometimes you like to sing, and sometimes I like to listen to the woods. It's uh, 
That's how it goes, I guess. Alright, well, we should cover the body. I'm gonna just pull a couple yeah. of leaves. Okay. We're just gonna pile them on top. Couple of sticks. There. No campers will find it this way. Uh, let's go to the woods and. Great. And you yeah. can ask the woods who did this horrible thing. All right. Um. Uh, let's 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 go. Follow me. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we go to the woods, and, um, you know, I'm going to kneel down as if I'm asking, I kind of go into the woods and, like, ask as if I'm asking the woods for their advice, but, um, what I'm really going to do is I'm going to, um, invite the Lindworm to act upon the group. (laughs) I'm going to do a weak move. Wow! Raina wants Raina wants to see this thing. Okay, Raina. Raina's a little curious, as am I. Meanwhile, Lynn is like at the edge of the woods, just like one foot out, one foot in, like right, like <laughs> very timid. Yeah. So usually, if you have a larger party, uh, everyone closes their eyes, and no one actually knows. Besides the person who was like chosen, no one knows who's actually controlling the lindworm. Like that's the that's the vibe. But there are two of us, so yeah, yeah. Um, I have picked three cards, and I'm going to pick from one of them uh, based on the rules that are in this. Kind of advising me to do other things. Okay, so it looks like my best choice is this card here. Okay. I'm going to place a seven of diamonds and I'm going to place it I'm going to place it on the wall. No! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta create a little drama. We only got 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, So essentially what this means is the seven of of diamonds uh, is described as Becoming lost, desperate cravings, mysterious patterns locking together. So we decide together what that means. All right, so becoming lost. I'm going to say that because we told these kids at the wall that they are looking for something, that the search is going to take them, like, far away and to separate themselves, and they're all just going to kind of go in any direction and start to meander away from each other and into the woods and stuff. Yeah, we lose control of the kids, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But because I also did that, I made a weak move. Uh, That means I get a token. So I started with two and now I have three. Ha ha. Cool. What do you do? I sense you out in the woods and I am getting a little anxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna call out for a response. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, who did this? I demand to know who." You're asking, just generally. Generally, I'm just waiting for a response. It's one of my regular moves. 
I mean, I imagine if you were to call out and wait for a response, that sort of thing, that response would probably be at this point the sounds of the kids moving away, right? Ooh, interesting. Okay. So I start. Because, I mean, I kind of assumed based on the very haphazard map that where the old tree is is around where like the woods are and where the abandoned wall would be. So I figured we were like all like kind of right there. Okay. So if I hear. Okay, so I start to hear the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I know they didn't do it, but <laughs> but that doesn't sound good. Raina, did the words tell you anything yet? Okay, I'm going to actually ask for the wood the woods for advice now, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to come out of the woods, and um, you'll see that the. I'm just making stuff up, I guess. Um, <laughs> you'll see that the, uh, the, so the scar, so we didn't go over this earlier, but there was like a scar like that we both share on like our upper left temples based on what happened in the past. Yes. Uh, and that scar is uh, open and bleeding again. Ooh. Um, and Raina's going to wander out of the woods and... Um, kind of wipe the blood off and say, I think he got, got, got hit by something or something. Am I bleeding too? Are you? All right. I think the kids are in trouble. I, 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 I don't have time to, to think about old scars. We gotta, we gotta go find the kids. I guess. Um, uh, I think they are scattering, and that's never good. Hmm. Um, Hopefully, they don't go down to the water. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what I'm hoping they don't do. So, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, run up to the kids, uh, and I'm gonna find uh, two of them. They're fighting over something they think is a card, but it's not anything. It's just a really, really dirty stack of leaves that are stuck together with mud. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna just pull them apart and I'm gonna say, you can't do this. You can't have so much hate in your hearts, kid. You gotta love each other. And you gotta go back. <laughs> you gotta go back to the wall where it happened. And they're not, they're gonna spit on me uh, because that was stupid. And they're <laughs> But they're gonna walk away, and ultimately, I will have achieved my goal. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my token back by oh. getting involved in a conflict that's none of my business. Ah, uh, weak move. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do with my turn. Great. I'm gonna like wander around and try to like catch some of the kids. Maybe I see some like by the bunks or something, and I'm going to use a strong move. I'm going to use one of my tokens. Um, so I'm back at two, and um, I'm going to teach someone how to defend themselves. So I'm going to kind of say, "Hey, uh, it's it's really dangerous out there, and you gotta you gotta watch out, like watch your head, like you don't want anything to like hurt you or something, especially uh, if they're aiming for you. So make sure to do this thing." And I kind of, I don't know, show them some sort of defense move or something. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, tell your friends. <laughs> so I think I've hopefully taught some of the campers to protect themselves. Okay, good. I think these kids, they all got separated and they all ran away. 
for a reason, a sinister reason. I don't yes. understand what's going on here, but I think something dark is involved. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely something a little fucked up. If, if the dark things on this island want want that body, maybe we just put it back in the lake where it was and just let them have it? What do you say? Appeasing, it would probably be fine, but do you think that something, like, hid it in the lake? The lake hides a lot of things. True. Did the woods give you any direction? Um, they made it seem like it was something... Violence, like, uh... Like, maybe there was... There was something that was attack That was, like, waiting to attack people. Okay. Well, then... We should defend the campers. That's why we're here, right? I guess. Something's coming. And we have to defend it. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll do that. Um, So, at this point, I think we might get into this. (laughs) Um, There is something called the strangeness which can be picked up at any time. Um, Which is essentially uh, when the world is alien and uncomfortable and it feels right, you can pick this up and um, make a move. (laughs) You can make moves with it, so... Okay. Hmm. I'm going to use the strangeness to man this is re- this is really interesting doing this without a dm i'm like i don't even know what to do right now i know yeah so the strangeness doesn't give you like a a direction as to what to do when you pick it up it's just kind of like well there are never different moves but it's just like you can just pick whatever yeah essentially it's all extremely open-ended which is like exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time yes um, do you want to give it a try? Sure, absolutely. Let me. I give it, it to you. <laughs> All right. What what page is it on? Um, it's on. So it's on uh, manual page sixty-seven. Okay. As soon as um, Lynn says, "Well, then something is coming. We have to protect the campers from it." We hear like a. And, like, a couple of, like, feathers, black feathers, like, fall down from the sky uh, and land at our feet as a few uh, crows fly overhead and away uh, towards, towards the lake. Hmm. Okay. Um, Raina is going to say, well, I think, uh, I'm gonna be honest, I think it's, it's important to find out what's, what we're protecting against, so might be worth it to make, make sure the lake's not hiding anything else. I'm sure that it is hiding plenty, yeah, oh, well, let's, let's go. Um, I, I feel confident that that we have the tools we need 
to protect these campers. I have a song in my heart and you have very strong arms. So we're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yes, I, I dare say the woods are hopefully on our side today. Okay. All right, I will trail behind you as we head towards okay. the lake. All right. Um, I am going to... Um... Goodness gracious. Okay, so I'm going to head to the lake. We're going to head over there. And I am going to... Um... I'm going to... I don't know, I'll try to use the wood's impact on the lake, which is a strong move I can do. I'm not even not really sure how, but I will try. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I get to choose what the impact is. Wow. This game is so open-ended. Um, yeah. I think, so I'm going to do is I'm going to um, crouch down around the lake, and I'm going to put my hands into the mud on the edge of it and kind of like roots kind of like dig my fingers in and kind of like feel around a little bit um and I'm going to go looking for anything that kind of implies like I'm gonna I'm gonna go looking to see like what else could be like hidden buried in the lake in that fashion um, and I'm going to use it on the lake in this way. I'm going to say the impact is, um, like, unearthing mysteries. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say unearthing danger. Um, and I would not like to pull this out, but I am going to pull out, um... I'm I'm just gonna go full creep. I hope you don't mind. Um, I'm gonna pull out, like, bones. Like, skeleton bones. Um, But the teeth are going to be trying to chew on my hands. And I'm gonna, like, shake them off. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my. No. I think, uh, I think something's trying to do some damage here. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, clearly, very clearly. I would like to um, uh, invite the linworm to act upon the group. Okay. Let's see what happens. Goodness gracious, okay. Uh huh. Let's go to the table. I've pulled my cards. Um Okay. Uh so we have a two of clubs. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll heck I'll put it on the lake. Why not? Um Yeah. Yeah. It's it says uh jolted awake, reality melting. Campers having nightmares during the day. Who? Who? Question mark. Not like the owl. Okay. So. Jolted awake. 
makes me think that like we suddenly remember like the lindworm yeah like like suddenly like we're just like oh my god that's what happened that's why we have this scar on our head this keeps happening this happens year after year um so okay um we never win against the linworm, right? Uh, I think this thing has been around for forever. So yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It's still around today. So yeah. And every year, comes back here and kills one of our staff or a couple of campers or something and we just we just try and nothing happens and we get beat up and yeah it doesn't seem great to be honest I have an why are we even here I think the lindworm just needs attention, you know? And I'm gonna pull out my ukulele. Oh boy. And I'm gonna sit at the edge of the lake and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, you know, reach my hand in and I, I assume that there's some bones. I'll use one as a pick. I, I, um, start strumming and I sing uh, and I tell the story of the lindworm and I tell the story of the lindworm to the lindworm but I, I tell it with such reverence and with such glory um, and I tell it like a, like a, a sad epic tale um, a tragedy and then at the end of the song story, the linworm you know, falls in love with like a chupacabra or some other cryptid, I don't know, that's just the first one that popped into my brain. And they run off into the sea together. You know, there uh, is a part of this, sorry, just to, to add, there is a part of this game where apparently you can meet like a god of death who used to be um the lindworm's lover that's amazing (laughs) so the guy yeah i got it yeah so this is one of my strong moves i am uh reinterpreting the lindworm's play redirecting it with raw emotion so i'm gonna spend that uh second token with all of my emotion, I am sobbing at the end of this song. Um, Hopefully somewhere the lindworm is too. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to know, right? Um, I am going to, because we are unfortunately just at the end of the hour, um, 
I am going to, uh, Reyna is going to uh, have, she's going to have tears in her eyes. She was also moved by your, sto- by your, by your song. But, oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> she is also had this moment of realizing maybe as you sing it, um, the bone, like the bones that are in the lake kind of sink further down, like down, like deep underground, like they're being reunited with something. And uh, Reyna is going to, for a moment, um, remember the danger of this camp that she lives in. And I'm going to do a weak move and allow the woods to feel unsafe to me the first time. Ooh. And that's where we're ended. <laughs> nice. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Wow. Uh, that was a really interesting game. How did you find yeah, that? I love it. I'm going to buy it immediately. Good. And <laughs> figure it out. And uh, I have so many plans already. I want to run it for Halloween. Oh, my God. I love it. So yeah, much. I feel like with, like, a bigger group, everyone, like, contributing and just making it creepier and creepier and just, like, ratcheting it up. Like, it's just, I imagine it, like, it's wild. Yeah. Wow. I love it so much. Good. Glad. Well, thank you so much for uh, playing it with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is so much fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, Where can our listeners find you, listen to you, praise you? (laughs) Uh, Super Dylan everywhere. Um, Pretty much if you want to see anything, just go to superdylan.com. You'll see my landing page there. You'll find every podcast that I'm on. You'll find links to the Neverland setting. Uh, you'll find my Twitter and Instagram links, Twitch, which I stream video games, Jackbox games where viewers uh, can play with me, um, and Twitter where I'm probably the most active. So you'll find you'll find everything there. Uh, Super Dylan, which is spelled weird, I should clarify. I was it's going to ask. <laughs> yes, it's Super D I L L I N uh, dot com. Great. Uh, Definitely go check that out, guys, um, and uh, support Diana and her amazing pursuits. Check out uh, her brand new Neverland setting for Dungeons and Dragons. And um, don't forget to check out our archive online, of course, on Spotify or at our show page at radiofruitbrooklyn.org slash show slash gameplay radio or game dash play dash radio. Just go to the website. You'll find us. Thank you again, and thank you to our listeners. Um, I appreciate you all, and I hope that you all stay safe and stay strong and uh, don't stop looking for the community that makes you feel at home. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.